Welcome to episode 50 of Australian Design Radio to provide Australia and the world with conversations and commentary on Australian design. I'm Flynn Tracy and with me as always is Matt Leach. Hello, how are you? Jesus. Um, yeah, good. I was just good. talking about how I'm feeling a little bit tired after that massive burger I just ate. So we are in America. I am attempting to wake myself up. <laughs> the small burger has, small burger. <laughs> has taken us both just, out. Well, no, see the coffees, yeah? I mean, yeah. God, everyone's talked about this, but I so said the small version is called the tall. Yeah, so and medium is the grande. And then what, the vendi or something is like the bucket? Yeah. Uh, why vendi? Like, like a vending machine. It's like its own <laughs> vending machine. <laughs> it's, it's got its own cosmos. That's ridiculous. Amazing. All right, so yeah. we are here with a Frankie from the Design Kids. Hey, guys. Hey, Frankie. <laughs> How are you doing? You were episode one. Yep, so back in had, the day. Yeah. Back in the day. So in fact, we've got two years in between there Yeah. where you haven't been in Australia very much. So this is a perfect time to get you back on because we're we're heading to our anniversary. Episode. Yeah, mm. so it's good to go back and see. Yeah, are you going to start w- repeating people? No, Chris I don't, is next. I don't think so. <laughs> We've actually had Kevin. Chris on. <laughs> yeah, yeah Chris time. has been on a few times. Yeah, um, I th- I, that was never the plan. Like we had very serious rules when we started, but yeah. we, we keep on breaking. Kind of keep breaking the rules. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> AKA American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. So what's been going on? What oh my been god! Busy? Where do I start? So, so episode one, you were about to go to New Zealand, and if yeah. that went well, you might have gone to America. Yeah, it was actually really easy. I thought it was going to be because I mean the whole thing with doing it in Australia was it was pretty easy because I'd been there for ten years, so I kind of had a lot of networks. I'd lived in like nine cities, most of them in Australia, and so I already had these like pockets of connections. So it's like very easy to kind of reach out to people, and once you've got a couple on board then the other people are really easy to get on board too. So it's like, it was kind of too easy. So I was like, let's go to New Zealand. I don't know anyone in New Zealand. I don't know how we're going to get around. We'll just totally figure it out. I don't know whether we'd come up with the hitchhiking idea when I think, last time. Yeah, I think so. We were just about to launch it, I think. Yeah, because yeah. we were trying to get a really nice VW van to drive around in and it was going to mm. look really cool. Maybe some surfboards on the roof and like have this amazing <laughs> video. And then we literally couldn't get one. Like they're like $500 a day. And it was just wow. like, this is not happening. Wow. So I was like, let's just get like a shitty van, like a, I'm not going to name any brand names, yeah, yeah. but like really ugly one and just not film it. Um, and then that kind of fell through and I was like, Eve, maybe we can just like borrow a car or someone just so we have it's some wheels. Slowly yeah, yeah. yeah. And poor and Eve is like come back from Mexico. Hey, maybe, maybe we could just friend. walk. I don't yeah. know, like. <laughs> well, I've just hired my friend for this job in inverted commas. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm like, you know, we'll just borrow a car and cruise around New Zealand. And then I said, listen, worst case scenario, we're just going to hitchhike and like we could just sleep in some bushes and on the beach and stuff. <laughs> And she's sitting there looking at me and I'm thinking, God, she hates me. <laughs> this isn't a real job. Uh, and she goes, I really like that option. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, I want to do option D. <laughs> I'm like, wow. all right, let's do it. So we kind of had all these leads with different um, van companies and we called them back and we're like, hey, we, we're not interested anymore. We're going to do something else. And I started thinking about how we could actually make this not so hobo and like kind of cool. And so we <laughs> ran a hitchhiking sign competition to design the signs. Right. So I was like, we've got all these amazing designers. And the thing when I think about hitchhiking is like the gross typography on the sign. Yeah. So I was like, why don't we get awesome designers to design our signs for us? <laughs> so we got poor Gemma, who I get roped into everything, uh, to do the first one. She, so she did Auckland so for us. That's Gemma O'Brien. Yeah, to yeah. kick off the first one. And then we pretty much just opened it on Instagram. So the, I think the hashtag was TDK thumbs up, which is quite cool. Oh, that's um, cool. And every four destinations, we put like an orange background and we put where we wanted to go and the date. And then ba- basically people just design things and tag them. And then we went through and picked the best one of each one and printed it off. Wow. And it was so good. So I think we did like 30 destinations. Uh, we were there for nearly three months. And we basically did the North Island, the South Island, and we concentrated on Auckland, Wellington, and Christchurch. So what were the comments when people did pick you up? Did they um, talk about the signs or? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no one said the people, kerning, the yeah, kerning on that sign was so good. I just had it's to pick so you up. It's so sad. It's like, it's such a wasted effort. But the people that get it really get it. And yeah. if it, even if it's like one in a hundred, I think we got, how many rides was it? It was so long ago now. I think we got 70 rides. Wow. In that time, like sometimes we were getting like up to 10 a day, but it was so great. We'd literally wake up and we'd walk out to the road and I'd put my <laughs> thumb out and I'm like, Eve, what's going to happen today? Like we had no idea what was about to unfold. You just literally just jump into the universe and just see 
what happens? Are we going to get murdered? <laughs> Are we going to end up in a farmhouse eating with like a family tonight? Like we got so many amazing opportunities. Wow. And I think the thing about this and the American trip was it was about travel and it was about design, but actually it's just about people. Like I'm trying to meet mm. designers and build connections amongst people, but the traveling you meet people and they're humans and they're really good humans. And so that's what it's come down to the whole time is these beautiful people that we've like crossed paths with. So it's um. been like really, really amazing. And I think the hitchhiking, I can't imagine going back to New Zealand and hiring a car. <laughs> I feel like I'd like really miss out on like 90% of the experience. Yeah. We just ended up in the most random places. I think the first week we were there, I posted a thing on my Instagram. I was making a list of everywhere we were sleeping because it was just so random. So the first night we stayed in this like cow field and like you couldn't sleep. The cows were mooing all night. It was so hectic. Oh, the other funny thing was like what we had with us. So we had these tiny bags that Matt from Analog Digital gave us yeah. from Topo. They're like 15 liters, so they're only this big. And we had like camping equipment, filming equipment i was giving talks at the university clothes food everything in these like tiny bags basically we were like let's get swags and we'll sleep outside so we went to the army surplus store and we found these swags but they're like really thin yeah, yeah. there's no mattress or anything it's just like mm. a basically half waterproof sack thing <laughs> and then the first night in the cow field oh my god we got eaten by mosquitoes it was so bad you know when you're lying there and you're just like and you can yeah. hear it and it's just like oh god there was like a million of them and so the next day we're like we need nets or like something we need to figure this out so we go to this garage sale and this old woman is selling her net curtains and we were like yes yeah. so i bought them for 50 cents we cut them in half and eve sewed them on the front of the like these really industrial sleeping bags and we basically just lay on this field and like flipped it over our heads and then we it was amazing but that was kind of what the trip was about it was just really un like completely underprepared but in the best way yeah. where it was like I don't know what's going to happen. I would have hated that trip if it was like fully organized. You're sleeping here tonight. Here's your hotel. Here's this right. person. Here's your lift to the next place. Like it would have it, we would have got nothing from it. So you wake up on the second day and you're tired and you're sore yeah. and you've been bitten. Yeah, it's not glamorous. Yeah. <laughs> how do, how We're cleaning our teeth in the chicken shed. Like it's so <laughs> legit. So how, how do you keep going though? Like how, how do you go, no, this is still going to work. It's Look at the okay. smile on my face. I love it. Like <laughs> it's just so wonderful. And Eve is like one of my favorite people to travel with. I only really travel with two people, Eve and my brother. Mm -hmm. I actually don't really like traveling with people. Although I just went to Cuba with Gemma O'Brien and she was amazing. So that's okay. <laughs> so I don't you, want you Gemma to hear this now. and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> But yeah, I kind of like traveling by myself. It's a lot easier. You can be a lot more flexible. You can change things at the last minute. So I normally do everything by myself. But Eve is like very easygoing and she's a student from Swinburne. Um, so she was kind of studio manager. She was running everything on the computer. So she was doing all my meetings, all the emails, all the content, everything. And I was basically running around meeting everyone, giving talks and all that kind of stuff. So we had a really good thing going on and we travel really well together because we're both pretty low key. So yeah. I can't imagine, I can't think of like one other person I could have done that trip with, to be honest. So you walk away from New Zealand <laughs> and what, you've got new chapters set up of... Yeah, so we've got three chapters there. Right. I don't really like the word chapter. I haven't really, like the wording is really hard. I don't want to kind of move into like creative yeah. mornings territory yeah, or like... Creative mornings, calls them chapters. Chapters, yeah. yeah. And then like on the grid, they have ambassadors and yeah. like those terms are really hard to... <laughs> Yeah. Adobe, Adobe has uh, influencers. Oh yeah. Well, Let's yeah. Talk about we, that, we, we've had we've had some long discussions <laughs> during this trip about the those word. sorts of words, haven't yeah. we? I still don't understand why you don't like the word so much. Because you kind of explained it to me. Okay, so you wouldn't introduce yourself. So like Gemma's a really good example. So Gemma wouldn't say, "Hey, I'm Gemma O'Brien. I'm an influencer." She's right. a typographer. And her work might influence people, but uh -huh. that's not her main goal in life to influence yeah. so people. That's, that's not, not her job. Should, that's what, not what you should put on the, yeah. what's your occupation when you're coming yeah. to the US? Influencer. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? Yeah. Oh my God. So it's more like- so Or on your business card? Yeah. Oh. That's an outcome of what you do as opposed yeah. to Byproduct. what you Yeah. It should be, a, it, well, I think, okay, so jumping in here, because we were talking about yeah. this a lot last night with the Adobe people, but- um, <laughs> Fair play for actually telling them that you did like the- There was a few well, there, margaritas there are, there involved, to be fair. There are friends. We <laughs> want to tell them what, we're, what we were thinking. They, they took it really well. People see someone like Gemma, or people could, some people, could see someone like Gemma and go, oh, cool, that's the formula. So I need to do that sort of stuff on these kind of platforms and post that many times a day and these types of shots, and I will become 
something like an Gemma O'Brien <laughs> um, and I'll become an influencer. But Gemma backs it up because of work and she talks really, really well mm. and her work's really good. But you could kind of, you know, kind of excluding the work thing, you could try to become that personality. And I think we're seeing a lot of them on, on Instagram, on Instagram, yeah. mostly. Yeah. Right. And I'm okay. sure Snapchat and all those other platforms as well. That we're too old to use. That we're too old to use. <laughs> yeah. It's an age, age hey, restriction. Are the youngest in the room, Flynn? Am I? I yeah. still feel too old to use Snapchat. <laughs> you come back from New Zealand. Yeah. And then how long until you went to America? We'll just going back to New Zealand. So we got there and it was like, we didn't know anyone. It was so sketchy. And the next morning we're like, shit, what are we doing here? Um, and we went to this meeting, Curative. Uh, they're a New Zealand agency. They do a lot of like non-for-profit stuff. They're amazing. And we basically took our bags, which is the good thing about having tiny backpacks is like people don't realize you have your entire life with you. Yeah. They think it's just like a day bag and you're going to go home at some point. Yeah, yeah. So we get there and she they've set up the Design, Kids, the Design Kids HQ sticker on their meeting room. And they're like, you can work from here. Like, come and hang out with us. And they were just really, really lovely. Oh, wow. So can um i met in you new zealand there. no we yeah. nearly did we're yeah. thinking about it uh, yeah we're just working really <laughs> late yeah, yeah. tonight yeah. guys you go you go it's fine <laughs> you're sub subletting it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's bunk beds under the table <laughs> um so we yeah we met those guys at creative mornings in new york uh like a year earlier and yeah they were like when you come to new zealand we'd love to show you around that's random like at the summit or? yeah yeah, oh, yeah. Cool. um so they run the auckland chapter oh cool oh was yeah. it calm yeah Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, so, Khan. I know, he's such a legend. He's nice. He so came to Sydney once. So. Jade and Eddie run uh, the studio, and then they do a lot of creative morning stuff through the studio as well. Yeah. So, they're quite heavily involved. Cool. Um, anyway, Eddie was like, where are you guys staying? And we were like, um, <laughs> about that. <laughs> She's Cowfield. like, dude, move into my house. So, we basically moved. It. We just met her, and she was like, come and live with me and my fiance. Wow. And we moved in with her for two weeks, and they took us out to, like, rooftop bars and these exhibitions there was like a tedx talk that we tagged along to and wow. they just basically said like we want to show you everything and they were just total sweethearts Same. and they also introduced us to a lot of people on the trip but on the second day we got on studio home which is like a massive homewares blog we got on dins so design institute of new zealand and we got on design assembly so dins and design assembly are kind of like agda and yeah. dia yeah but the other way around and yeah, so we were turning up at these meetings because I thought it was going to be a really big hustle to be like, hey, this is what we're doing. And everyone's just like, come in. Like even yeah. the receptionist like, oh, Frankie and Eve, hi, come in. I read about you on this thing. And we're like, fuck, this is meant to be hard. Like <laughs> this is meant to be the kind of lead up to America. And it was just kind of so easy. So yeah, I don't have any complaints about New Zealand. It was amazing. It was a good length of time too. I think three months yeah. to kind of really get involved in what's happening there kind of get a really good sense of the scene. I feel like this trip has been too long. It's It's been like a marathon. This trip as in the America trip. Yeah, that so that started... Right at the end of. Yeah, two days left. Two days left. Oh my God. <laughs> so I left May 2015. Wow. So wow. it's been a really long trip. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, we came back from New Zealand and I had a month at home in Tasmania and we decided to rebuild the entire Design Kids site in that time As you do. and renovate my house at the same time. So I was making all these decisions and it was kind of weird because it was virtual and then real life. So yeah. my dad was there and he was going, what, what color is this wall? And then the developers like, where does this button lead to? And, and it's like <laughs> switching between those two was actually really, really draining. Um, and so we went to Bali for six weeks to plan the America trip, basically to get away from the house because the house was yeah. like stressing me out anyway. So I went to Bali and I did this business course and uh, you know how you write down all the challenges and you know, what what do you want to do? And like, what are the things in your way? I was like, well, there's kind of nothing in my way. I'm just going to buy a plane ticket and see what happens. And so the only problem I had was with my visa because right. I knew I wanted to be over here for ages. So we did some research and my job description is like, very complicated as you guys know yeah my mom still has no idea what i do <laughs> and my brother he told me yesterday that's actually um, my next question for what you. what do you do <laughs> <laughs> who are you <laughs> um so we researched all the embassies in in uh, asia to find the quickest one that would approve my visa the quickest so oh, right. b1 b2 is like extended travel and instigating business which is exactly what i was doing right. i'm not actually working in america right. i earn money through australia so I was like, this is sweet. So we flew to this place called Sirabea, which is in Java. It was hilarious. We're trying to find a hotel near the embassy because we had to <laughs> nail it. We didn't have any room 
to yeah. fuck this up. It was like, had to get the visa, it had to be approved, and we had to get on the plane to America. Wow. Um, and there was no hotels. We're driving around, and the guy's like, okay, I've got, I've got one, I've got one. And we pull over on this side street, and he looks behind, like, in the back of the cab, and he goes, there's no bed. Is, is that okay? And we were like... Yeah, that's kind of the minimum requirement. <laughs> that's all we kind of want. Some yeah. walls, maybe a roof and a bed. That would be great. And he was like, really? He looked kind of like annoyed. And so I was like, yeah, let's keep going. If you know anyone else, let's keep going. So he pulls over again and uh, and he goes, yeah, in, in there. So Eve's like, you stay here. I'll go and check it out. So she comes back and she's like, yeah, maybe. And I was like, what, what do you mean? mean? <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, maybe you need to check it out. So I walk in the back of this. It's like someone's house. And out the back, there's this chicken shed with chickens in it. Wow. And there's like this, there's this sketchy looking table with a baby's mattress on top. I'm not even joking. <laughs> like the same size as that table wow. on top. And he was like, this is the room. And I was like, I love that Eve, Eve said maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no fucking we can, way. If we can get rid of half of these chickens, it'll yeah, be yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh my God. So anyway, we found this like weird hotel that was like half knocked down and half really grand. It was really bizarre. It was like straight out of a movie. And we stayed there for two days while we did the visa stuff. We ate McDonald's and cheeseburgers every day because there was no food. It was very strange, this place. Like, hmm. no other travellers at all. You would never go there. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Got the visa. <laughs> got to America. Feeling pretty good. I'm like, yep. Uh, so, I went home first. So, I went via the UK because it was my mum's 60th birthday. And, uh, and I bought Rap Magazine while I was in London. And Will Bryant had designed the cover. And uh, I love Will. I've been following him for, like, years. And I said to mom, this guy's going to design my RV. And she goes, you don't have an RV. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> minor details. We'll figure those out later. So I start researching Will. And Will lives in Texas. And I was like, shit, I'm starting in Portland. It's not going to work. Uh, get to Portland. I start reaching out to people. And, uh, and one of them's Kate Bingham and Burt. And she's like, hey, come and work from my studio. And I get there. And on the door, it says Will Bryant. And I'm like, what? Will, Will works from here? And she's like, yeah, he lives here. And so basically, I convinced him to do the RV and I wow. paid him in Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I can't pay you to do the RV because I don't have any money, but I will buy you lunch every time I see you. <laughs> so we both love Mexican food. So we basically, it's cost me about $70 so far. <laughs> have you seen it? It's pretty yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Amazing. yeah, it was pretty hectic because a lot of his um, work is like line work. And the side of the RV is like kind of, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah it's really hard to paint so he kind of did these crazy shape things which when i first saw it i was like mm, i'm not sure about and then it kind of really grew on me so yeah. <laughs> i want my mexican food yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, want yeah. My, I want my money back yeah. Uh, yeah but i missed a bit so the first day we flew into america we'd been researching uh, rvs on craigslist to buy and uh the kind of brief was it had to be big old cool and work and that's about it so i was like I and don't you got know. most of those things right wrong no i got them wrong so like we'd shortlisted all these rvs and i was like i don't even know like i don't know anything about rvs i've never been yeah. in an rv i don't know i just wanted to look cool um and so we found this like big bus it was like 35 foot long it sleeps nine people and it was in a field in Washington. And so I'm like, sweet. So the day we land, the guy reduces the price by $1,000. So it's like $1,700. Any warning bells, anyone? No. <laughs> I was like, excellent. This is amazing. Yeah. This is a sign. It's meant to Too be. good to yeah, be true. I know. <laughs> so we get there and we buy it. And we drive it around the field a few times and it dies. And we were like, uh-oh. Uh, and our roadside assistants, because I'd just called up and got insurance and blah, blah, blah. And I called back 10 minutes later and basically tried to claim everything. And they were like, no, you have to wait 24 hours. And they kept pushing it back and back and back. We ended up being in this field for a week. So we what? were hitchhiking into town to Starbucks, to McDonald's, to eat, use the toilet, brush our teeth, everything. And then we were hitchhiking back to this field in the middle of nowhere. This guy had like... It was his friend's friend's house. So no one lived there. It was just a field. And sleeping in this like abandoned RV for wow. a week. And it was just like, what am I doing here? This wow. is insane. Uh, poor Eve, just bless her cotton socks, is like really believing in the mission. Like this is my <laughs> problem and my mess. And she's like there with me. So you have yeah. to. It's the only yeah. way to survive. So crazy. So we ended up selling the RV. We made a profit. 
Really? Because I cleaned it. So free it. camping, free campground. Yeah. <laughs> Technically. So Frankie, I always make it work you out. So I was like, this thing doesn't work. Um, so we basically cleaned the whole, the whole thing. We went to the thrift shop. We bought like cushions and vases and all this like girly shit and made it look really nice. And then we took these amazing pictures and photoshopped <laughs> them and put them on Craigslist. Because like Craigslist is really frustrating. Like if you're selling a car or an RV, you stand one end, take a photo, stand the other end, take a photo stand outside take a photo it's yeah. like basic stuff mm. and people are terrible at it there's like <laughs> their finger over the lens there's a close-up of a cupboard like you're flicking through these pictures like what does this thing even look like <laughs> and so i knew exactly what as a buyer what i wanted to see so we had eight buyers within an hour wow i was like this is the good thing about being a graphic designer you can do it, this stuff it still yeah. didn't work or it had, um, it was so the woman that bought it basically uh her mum wanted to live in it so they just had to get it home so right. it was really temperamental so it broke down on the way to our house, which is wow. 45 minutes away. <laughs> and we were going to drive all the way around America. <laughs> but the cool thing with the RV, so it, was, it slept nine people. And I wanted to start this thing called the Design Hotel. And it was on wheels. So normally when you book a hotel, you book it based on date. Yeah. And so we wanted to do it completely differently. So it was based on location. So if you wanted to go to Joshua Tree, you could book the San Diego to LA leg. It's this much money, you're on board for a week, you're camping, we do all the food, everything. But I like the idea that it would be like a mini design conference every day. So there'd be nine creatives on board that have never met each other. Yep. Mm. Would have been so cool. Collaborating, cool. talking, yeah. yeah anyway, so that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> but you did end up getting a van though, Yeah, didn't you? we looked for ages, so for like six weeks religiously we were out and people are really disrespectful like you call up and you say hey you're three hours away we've got to get like five buses please don't sell it before we get there like we're really keen we also hired a mechanic by the hour to meet us at each one so he could check over it because yeah. i was like i, I don't, don't know what it. i'm yeah. doing this is crazy um and i remember we got to this one and i said to the guy like don't sell it like we're on our way we're on the bus we're coming we're really excited we got there and the engine's running and this guy comes out I was like, hey, Charlie. And he goes, oh, no, I'm Bill. And then Charlie comes out of the house. He's like, oh, sorry, girls. You've wasted trip. This guy's going to buy it. And I'm like, are you what? joking? Are you absolutely joking? Like, so disrespectful. And so we left that meeting. I think we were like five weeks into RV shopping at this point. Wow. And we just basically went to the ice cream shop across the road and ordered these ridiculously massive ice creams and just sat there crying like oh god this is too hard it was really tough there was a lot of times in this trip where it was like you just went i can't be bothered yeah. with this this is too hard basket so and then you push through that tiny bit further and then it all comes good so so what, ke what keeps you going there um that's a good question the dream, the, the dream. mission, the overall mission. Don't think yeah. on it too much just yeah, in case yeah, yeah. you change your mind. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so the funny thing was when I was in England, I'd found a little RV on Craigslist and it was on our short list in July. And then we're now in September and we still don't have an RV. And when we're eating those massive ice creams, we pull up Craigslist again and the little RV's still on there. And I said, oh, it must be shit. It's been on there for like three or four months. Like mm. they were all selling quite quickly too. So we're like, oh, but it is on the way home. So maybe we should go and look at it. And we went and that was the one we bought. Right. So everything happens for a reason. And basically <laughs> we had to have gone that far out of town to even be bothered to look at this one. Yeah. So like yeah. that's, that happens quite a lot in my life. Like things don't go the way they're planned. And and then for some reason something else happened so <laughs> it all came good in the end so we left september 11 last year so what was the plan basically like so what you're just driving around america to just try and meet people and link people together and i guess the mission so get to each city and suss out what the design industry is for design students so if you're studying graphic design in san francisco what does the landscape look like do you know right. who the studios are how do you find out about them is there an aiga yes there is how active are they who are the board members are they that big on the industry or are they kind of a lot of them are kind of removed from what is happening yeah. so like really sussing out what was happening sussing out what schools they were like what were the best schools what were the worst schools what was the work standard like mm. internship programs studios who the cool studios are is it illustration based is it in-house is it really advertising and each city's been totally different like portland is very boutique it's almost like melbourne yep it's like a lot of kind of you know little cafes and beer brands and like really good work the creative scene there is huge compared with the size of the city so the creative scene would be 
bigger than Melbourne and the city is smaller than Perth. Mm. So it's like really surprising, like the amount of creativity in Portland and like obviously Nike's based there. All these interesting factors that you would never know online. Like if I was trying to do this from a distance, it would be impossible because it's like I don't know what's going on. Like San Francisco is obviously really affected by the tech scene. So I got to San Francisco. Portland was a dream. Like it was definitely the best place to start because it's smallest, most local, easy to get around, massive scene. Everyone's really tight, really cool. Get to San Francisco and it's like crickets. Everyone works in tech. All oh, right. All those studios are completely disconnected. Um, wow, that's so surprising. Yeah, it was really hard. So I was there for a month, and after a month, we'd got nowhere, and I had to stay another month, and I had to push the whole trip back because it was so hard. So, so what, where did you... Where, where, <laughs> See, we never talk over each yeah, other. Yeah, I know. I was yeah, just yeah. giving you compliments about that. <laughs> so... There's no like, there's definitely an AIGA there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it's not really functioning, or it's not really. Uh, AIGA is a whole nother conversation. But right. even like the industry, how people work together and what that's made up from. So like Vancouver, for example, there's lots of tech companies yeah. there, um, but there's also lots of outdoor lifestyle brands like right. Herschel's there, Lululemon's there, uh, Kitten Ace is there. Uh, they've got Hootsuite, I think. They've got Slack. Yeah. So it's really like that landscape mm. for the students graduating is very different to say if you graduated in Adelaide or yeah. if you graduated in New York or Austin. And so I think with the thing with design kids is to kind of really tell the story of what that landscape is okay. so that when they graduate, if that doesn't fit into what they want to do, they know what other options they have. Yeah. So they can study in Vancouver but be really interested in like music posters. And they're mm. like, Austin is going off right now. And there's a job board in Austin. There's a meetup in Austin. And they can go down to Austin yeah. and keep their career going true to what they want to do. Yeah. So yeah, it's been mm. like really fascinating. So that's cool. cool. Yeah. So AIGA uh, is an interesting one. I think the New York chapter is obviously the strongest because it's based there. Chicago is amazing. I was absolutely blown away in Chicago. So mm. Mig Riggs is the, the main guy there. Really high energy. He's a, such a good human. And it's like he's motivated everyone to kind of really get involved. And I think when everyone has that collective energy, mm. it shows. Yeah, and it's yeah. beautiful. Whereas if you kind of sit back and say, oh, they're not really doing anything, but no one's doing anything. And that's why it's dead. So yeah. it's this, there's a huge cross section of like how much effort is being poured into it. But it's not necessarily money or any of that stuff. It's like the kind of enthusiasm of the industry that are there. Yeah. And rallying those people up. A lot of people are enthusiastic, but they're all enthusiastically separate. Yeah. <laughs> and so getting people to work together. So yes, I'd say Chicago is like the best one by far. So how many yeah. cities have you done? Uh, I did 14 on the road, but now we are entering phase two where I don't have to go there. And so we have a really good system of what we need in our research. We go through and cull, we work out who we want on the site, and then we do everything remotely. So we want to hit 60 cities by the end of the year. Wow. So AIGA have 70 cities, and they've been going 100 years. And we turned seven yesterday, and we're going to hit 60 cities. Happy birthday, by the way. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, we celebrated in style. We did. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) We did. We had tacos. Yeah, and lots of margaritas. And some margaritas. So when you say it's getting easier, I mean, you you were pretty surprised like a couple of days ago because you were like, oh, wow, these ones have just set up and, it, yeah, well, and you weren't really involved heavily in those ones, were you? Yeah, well, that's what's beautiful. So I think I got, to, so Eve left in uh, October last year. So she went back to uni this year. I hired someone in January. It didn't really work out. And then basically from September through all the way through to June, I was doing the whole thing myself. Mm. So that's like so many emails every day. We have all the blog content we have a person in each city that runs all the content so you're managing them paying everyone meeting sponsors going to meetings researching new content so it's like this past keeping the past up going Mm, present mm. i'm physically in la i need to make the most being la and the future researching all those new people so it was like just way too much work and it was like really crushing me i think like the first month i was in New York was just really hard. Yeah. And also you're in New York and it's like so competitive and intimidating and terrifying and kind of <laughs> I was glad that I was so far in by the time I got to New York. Like yeah. I would never have started the trip in New York. It would have been mm. horrendous. Imagine just knocking on Debbie Millman's door. <laughs> oh, oh hi. 
It's like. Did you knock on Debbie Millman's door? <laughs> we tried to catch up. It didn't work. Uh, right. Because <laughs> yeah, we, we saw her the other day, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. It was really funny because we were really keen and you were like, oh, yeah, I'll tag along. And yeah. then we got really shy. <laughs> you did. I was really <laughs> surprised. I was like, come on, guys. Thank God Frankie was there to like, start the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Only a little bit shy. We were all right. Yeah. She hugged me. <laughs> I'm happy. It is pretty funny though, like meeting all these massive names. We ran into Aaron Draplin yeah. and said hi. It was like, it was so cool. Um, we had the episode with um, Dan yep. as well. And, and in there, he has a quote where he says, don't meet your heroes because they might turn out to be assholes or... Or worse, boring. I can yeah. see where you're going with this. But. Well, I, well, when I saw when I saw Aaron Draplin, I was like, you know how you don't want to be like that guy. Yeah. I was like, hey, big fan, thanks so much. And he's just like, yeah, hey man, he's like big shake of the hand. Where are you guys from? Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're from Sydney. He's like, oh, dude, like I was just there, and we had like an eight minute conversation about drop beds. <laughs> yes. And spiders that eat you, and yes. coming to Australia, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And he was, I was just like, he's like exactly what yeah. I wanted him to be. I've really found that on this trip, like the more famous people have been, mm. the nicer they are. And oh, the really? more time they'll give you. It's like, what? So you, you kind of you've think met the opposite. Big, yeah. big names. Yeah. Like so, I, when I was in Austin, I really wanted to meet James Victoria. And uh, he's like, um, I think a friend had hooked us up, but then on his Instagram, he just moved to Texas. This is like how fluky I've been with the trip. It's like, <laughs> Like Will being in Portland, he's now back in Texas. Right. Like that's how how like slim it was. So yeah, so he posted this picture saying, I've just moved to Texas. If anyone wants to come by, I was like, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> and I literally, he's like, yep, yeah, do it. So I rock up in this ridiculous van and he's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> to his like family ranch in Texas. And he's like, let's take the golf buggy for a spin. And he's like, you're driving. I'm like, all right. And he's telling me about rattlesnakes and like, he's got a gun and like all this shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like been insane. You're like, I'm driving James Victoria's golf cart right now. Like, this <laughs> yeah, is that's pretty. And you can talk bizarre. about anything. We're talking about like Tina, Swiss Miss. We're talking about Debbie. We're talking about all these huge people that I've always looked up to. They're just like his buddies and it's not yeah. a big deal. And it's just been like, yeah, really eye-opening. You met Michael Beirut not, I not did. Long ago. Oh, my God, that was horrible. I mean, it wasn't horrible. Right. <laughs> do do <laughs> no, tell. No, 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 no. No, he is, like, really lovely. So I'd reached out to him, and they weren't sure when he was going to be free, and there was this tiny window that overlapped. So it's, like, 2.30. I've just come out of a meeting. I'm right on wherever Pentagram is, like, 35th, I think. Um, and my phone beeps, and... It's an email saying, hey, Michael, be free at quarter two. And I was like, oh, my God. I had like 10 minutes to prepare for this meeting. And I walk in. I thought he was just going to be like, hey, yeah, nice to meet you. Like a couple of minutes. Mm. Anyway, hour and a half later, still talking to him. I'm like, oh, my God, your hourly rate is through the roof. Wow. Like, yeah. I was like, do you have something you need to do? Like, just kick me out. He's like, no, I love this. Like, he's got his feet up. He's chilling out. It's amazing. <laughs> That's great. Were you in his office? We are in Pentagram in that iconic window yeah. overlooking New York, just chatting There's to so Michael Beirut. Wow. Yeah, like, and I was like, what is my life right now? This is crazy. That's great. And so what did you talk about? Did you talk about industry sort of based well, this stuff was, and TDK? This is why or? I was going to say it was horrible because normally when I meet designers, I'm like, so how did you get started? Like, if oh. you think of someone like Debbie Millman or like, yeah. maybe not Debbie Millman, maybe no. like, uh, I can't think of anyone right now. Any, any like person that you kind of like, you like their work currently, but you don't know much about them. You've never seen them talk or anything. Right. And so you're like, how did you get started? Are you from here? Where did you go to school? And you can kind of work your way through. And it's a natural conversation. I never write anything down. Yeah. I'm just basically sussing out who they are and where they fit in the industry. And I'm really interested in their life. The problem with Michael Beirut is I already know everything yeah. about him. Yeah. So I was like, uh, 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 just didn't know what to say i was like i wasn't even starstruck i was just really thrown like imagine meeting someone really famous that you know everything about them and then so i was like hey actually this is what i'm doing and i started talking about design kids and i was like what do you think of this concept and like what space do you think this could fill and it was really interesting we recorded the whole conversation so it was really good like audio or yeah. is it video as well audio yeah what um, are you gonna do with that audio I keep it forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, it was like more so I could go back over it. But he right. teaches at Yale and he's like highly involved in Yale. And he was saying how the cool thing about Design Kids is it offers a perspective that is completely neutral. Neutral, yeah. So like from, very from a Yale perspective, they're taught this really like kind of academic view of design. Yep. And he's like, if you study at 
Parsons or at Pratt or at Shillington, you're going to get a totally different view yeah. on what you're going into. And he, uh, he said, yeah, what you're doing is great because it is kind of a really neutral landscape for people to educate themselves about the industry. Yeah. So he was, yeah, really excited about it, which is cool. Oh, that's great. He was like, yeah, Pentagram can never get involved. Let me know. And I'm like drooling on myself. <laughs> like, yeah, I think Maybe, we can find yeah. some room. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. I've got a little list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so does that mean... Um, like New York has launched or is it yes. going to launch? It has New York launched. has launched. So how's, yes. that, so how's that going? Is that Was that a tough egg to crack? Um, yeah, it has been tough. Oh, what, I was thinking about this the other day in context of another company. But basically, I think Design Kids is most successful in the smaller cities. Mm. So somewhere like Brisbane mm. is way easier than someone like New York because the competition is so high. You think all the content is so high. So yeah. you're like... There's unlimited people to interview. Yeah. The standard's really high. It's great. But there's also like 400 other things on the night of our meetup. Yeah. And no one cares. And it's really busy. Whereas in Brisbane, for example, our Brisbane chapter is amazing. And everyone gets involved. And it's really, really, really central part of the industry. Yeah. And so I think there's like pros and cons for small cities and big cities. You can have not enough content or you can have too much content. And mm. so I, I really treat each city like a different personality and like what what that looks like so mm. yeah new york was yeah good and bad it's funny trying to work out if you keep if you keep going like is it almost time to come back to sydney and start again to, and start again i know and reconnect personal human interactions yeah. that you said yourself you can't do online yeah. and yeah. i wouldn't have understood portland the way that i do if i hadn't spent yeah. physical time there meeting the people and how it's different to new york and yeah blah 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 so are you just going to continue like kind of traveling around the world and popping She's in? She's going to clone herself. Yeah. yeah. I need like six Frankies, I think. I, yeah. I don't understand how people get bored. I have this list of stuff I want to do in my <laughs> life and it's like, there's no time. I yeah. need to wrap this up. I need to get this done and hand it over so I can move on to the next thing. Yeah. So I'm like trying to systemize design kits. So it's not about me. It needs to. And that's what was so exciting. Yeah. Uh, so I went to Cuba for two weeks there was no wi-fi which was awesome it was a tiny bit of wi-fi but basically nothing would load you couldn't call anyone there's like it's very terrible sounds great um now i have this good team that i hired when i was in new york i kind of i didn't have the money to hire the team but i didn't have the time to go and get the money so it was like this weird kind of <laughs> horrible cycle where i was doing everything but i couldn't get out of that cycle and yeah. i was like no nah, i'm not doing this anymore i'm just gonna hire people and hopefully get some money in the next month so I can pay them all. So I basically hired, so I have Kate Pullen, who's my stu my uh, social media chick. So I've had her for nearly two years now. Uh, so we have a shared document. What was Kate doing before? Uh, she does typography. Right. She's an amazing typographer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. so sweet. She's so Australian, she does, isn't she? Yeah, she's yeah. from Melbourne. Melbourne, yeah. So she does um, Design Kids as a part-time thing. Right. But just being able to hand it over means you have a plan and you articulate yep. what you want and your mm. brand and what that looks like. And me doing it, I was like, oh, I need to post something on Instagram. Like, ah, oh, here we go, this'll do. Mm. And it took that away. It was like, what's the strategy? What are we trying to achieve with mm. our Instagram? And our thing at the moment is we wanna showcase what's happening around the world. So we have four slots a day and each slot is a city. And we're like, this is a Brisbane designer we love or this is everything happening in Brisbane this week. Mm. Or mm. here's a piece of student work from Brisbane. So whatever that slot is, that's the Brisbane slot. And so each city has its own thing. And so I approve that every week and then she rolls it out. So that's really nice. And right. then I have Chloe, who's my studio manager. She's in Brisbane. She runs all the emails, all the hosts and all the content. So pretty much design kids presently. So right. she does everything. Right. So if I disappear to Cuba for two weeks, it still happens, which is so refreshing as your own business like it's like yeah. the most beautiful feeling to be like oh my god the world didn't end like it's totally and you're not fun. you're not sitting here th sort of thinking <laughs> oh i need to i need to do my instagram post today i need exactly. to check my emails yeah. i've got to go back to my hotel room for a couple of hours yeah you're kind of free to do this yeah it's wonderful it's Draplin. like giving yourself the time to create a better business so i yeah. only work in the future stuff so yeah. chloe does all the um, present stuff i do all the future stuff so i do all the right. meetings the research the kind of reaching out planning 
new projects, everything, which is the bit I get it most excited about. Yeah. And then I pass it through. So we have Elle who onboards all the new cities. So she reaches out to people that want to start design kids in their city. Mm -hmm. um, so her and Chloe have been working very closely together. We have developer Andy Hoyne is my business mentor this year. So I try and get a new one every year. Yeah. Um, he's a very busy man and luckily he <laughs> agreed to help me and he's been amazing. I have my friend Tim who is, I think his official title is TDK's chief cheerleader. So he basically just keeps me on path. <laughs> it's amazing. So that's CCL. the crew. But the great thing is I can remove myself and it just continues. So yeah. yeah, so four cities went live on Monday and I wasn't online. And when I got online, I was like, whoa, that's so, <laughs> I think that's the first time that's ever happened that I haven't had anything to do with it. I think it's really important and clever of you <laughs> to to try to Thanks remove then. it tdk because when yeah. i often when i would think of tdk i would think of you yeah but when when you've been traveling it sort of keep going and yeah. now it starts becoming a bit more about the chapter in sydney or yeah. i'm like i follow the other things without naming specifically things yeah there's definitely organizations that have really suffered by having that one person lead yeah. the charge yeah, yeah and yeah. then when that person has gone away the quality just has, yeah. has died yeah. or yeah it just has changed purpose and, yeah. and and reason and meaning so i think it's really good to kind of taper off and then come yeah. back in and come but back it's out it's so hard it's so hard it's like <laughs> all be, on your head really hard, yeah. and everyone wants to ask you the question and you're like no 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 you have to ask the sydney person this this is yeah. this is me in sydney not me yeah but i think going to america was great because you're 17 hours behind yeah. so yeah. people actually can't contact you because yeah. you're asleep <laughs> so yeah. it's great i've been using that to yeah 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 great yeah <laughs> Been fantastic and i think yeah. that's been a really good test too to see if it does work without yeah. me if i was still in australia i wouldn't know i'd just be keep running back to kind of baby exactly. it yeah. so yeah it's good mm. so seven years yes crazy isn't it it is yeah it's really second crazy. of november mm. yeah two days left to go yeah what's your big takeaways from america what did i learn yeah oh that's hard I think with this, so I, I'm trying to do a six year trip around the world. This was the kind of the goal when I set out in 2013. And so with Australia, the, the goal was to be mobile. So it was like, can I run design kids from anywhere? Yep. That's actually really easy. But you know, when it's relationships with you, can you do that? Can you move around and can you make it happen? When we went to New Zealand, the challenge was a second city. Can we reproduce this in somewhere where we don't know anyone? We don't have any of the connections. We, and so that that was the kind of challenge america the challenge was scale because it's so big yeah it was like how do you tackle like 330 million people like what does that even look like yeah, yeah. like the, <laughs> i remember we went through phoenix in arizona right and we're driving around it for ages we didn't actually stop in phoenix and we're driving around it's taking forever and i'm like how big is this city and we look it up seven million people oh, live yeah. in phoenix i don't know one <laughs> fact about phoenix arizona and yet it has the same population as london like that blows my mind yeah. so even the minor cities in america mm. are like 10 times bigger than the major cities in australia so how do you tackle that so for me that the scale was america yeah. uh, and canada and europe is going to be language so europe next yeah, yeah. there's going to be a huge language barrier yeah cool so i don't what, even know how, what that looks like <laughs> europe's pretty big uh, are we yeah. talking eastern europe western europe everywhere in europe everywhere europe. i'm definitely <laughs> going to do it a bit smarter this year uh next year sorry the america trip was very hands-on like me getting to a city i turn up in san francisco no one's ever heard of the design kids and you're hustling every day it's like seven meetings you're running around like a crazy person you're saying the same thing over and over and over yeah. again you have to be genuine you have to yeah. listen you have to take on board what they're saying uh you're giving talks and then still working australian time zones so it was like really kind of taxing and i think now we're onboarding all these cities remotely i want to do that mixed with me going there so we'll onboard them and I will just kind of boost them or help mm, help do yeah. that. I don't have to, if I don't go to Barcelona, Barcelona will still exist. Yeah. Whereas if I didn't go to San Francisco, it wasn't going to exist. If you're going to Europe, you've got to go to Barcelona. Oh, right? yeah, 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 obviously. <laughs> but what I mean is like, I don't have to break my back going to every yeah. city yeah. and making it happen. It will happen without me, which is the really important difference between me doing everything and the team doing everything. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. So I've got another, a load of other projects next year as well I want to do. Which you I always do. I know, I have a list of, of like unlimited ideas. So I, um, I remember sitting in a cafe in Bondi and you were like, I think I'm going to go around the world and <laughs> see if I can like 
yeah like meet designers and i was like okay thank you you're like good luck with that (laughs) (laughs) see ya (laughs) see you frankie yeah it's kind of weird i mean the reception in america is nuts so i was researching promotional road trips before we came here and uh just to see because people have like book tours yeah and tv shows and like traveling cooking shows it's getting a lot more kind of mobile obviously but you're looking at this and it's like oh okay they did similar trip to me how many days oh 14 days like they only get two weeks holiday so the fact i had like 18 months that's more impressive to people than like the distance yeah they are impressed by the distance too i'm like yeah i'm doing this road trip blah 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 and i kind of explain where i'm going and they're like oh yeah yeah and then you show them the map and they're like nearly fall off the chair and it's like (laughs) what part of like portland to san diego didn't you understand like this is just the visual version of that but the time as well people can't comprehend that like how do you get a vacation for that long i'm like no i'm working and they're like my life is a vacation yeah it Mm. really is there's a bumper sticker that says my life is better than your vacation Uh, and i love that so good (laughs) i think i saw it in byron i was like that's amazing so yeah i need one for sure (laughs) and the response from the students has been easy to yeah amazing like really amazing so i was volunteering at brand new conference about a month ago in nashville so it's run by armin vit oh cool how yeah. was it it was amazing so i met armin uh, when i was in austin what's he like tell me he's cool he's so cool i am the biggest <laughs> armin fan because he's he is very controversial and yeah. outspoken yep. And a lot of people don't like Armin. Well, he's, well, he's like a critic. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, yeah. yeah. When we interviewed him on Design Kids, he said he was in the in the classroom when he was studying, giving a critique, and he was standing there, and everyone was going, "Oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good." And he's like, "Fuck this!" And he goes, "I hate it. These are the reasons I hate it." And he spelled it out, and everyone's like, "That guy's an asshole." And he goes, "Now I get paid to be an asshole." And I was like, <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Um, so yeah, so I ended up going to his house and like hanging out with his kids and stuff, and like there's just this side room where he works and i'm like brand wow. new is run from like your kitchen like what are you talking about it's been really kind of eye-opening yeah because mm. kind of when i think of australian designers i can get that kind of underdog like making it happen but when you think of american designers for some reason they're on this pedestal and yeah. you kind of think that they're not humans or something and they're just ah, oh, and they're just <laughs> as low-key as everyone else and he was really really nice and Bryony too i think Bryony needs a lot more recognition recognition yeah i was just at tad carpenter's talk and he runs his studio with his wife jess and i was thinking why isn't jess on the stage too like there's a lot of those creative partnerships where the man is the one talking and it's a bit crazy anyway Mm. so they were going to run the conference and i said i really want to come and help out thinking they'd say have a free ticket and they said sure you can help out (laughs) i was like damn it (laughs) so i was on the volunteer team with all these students (laughs) And I was like, actually, this is amazing because one of my plans is to do um, some conferences later down the road. And I think they are so highly organized that it was amazing to see the backstage version of what they do. So like if I was going to shadow someone, it would be them because it's the right size. It still feels it was a thousand people there where there's eleven thousand people here. Mm. So it feels doable enough to to learn. This is a whole nother thing. Oh, this is like next level. It's too much. Um, This is like several events management companies working yeah, together for as well. entire year yeah there's yeah. one just in, in charge of beverages and yeah. food yeah there's one in charge of yeah. there is there's well, one in charge of backstage g- and there's an entire another one that's in charge of the crowd this is a really good point because armin's uh he sent me an email like a month before the event and he's like you have to fill out this form and it was like what size is your t-shirt blah blah blah. and then it was like what do you want for lunch and it was this full google docs about what you wanted for lunch what type of bread do you want <laughs> what flavor are your sandwiches what cheese did you want with your sandwich wow. like wow that they had made in Google Docs for this restaurant that they'd obviously chosen to do it. But for the volunteers, the attendees wow. didn't get lunch. They were like a month before the event, what are the volunteers, what are we gonna feed the volunteers? And I was really blown away by that yeah, Google yeah, Doc. Completely. Like to put it in comparison with Adobe, they've got a whole team running like food and beverage, you know what I mean? And Armin's sitting there creating this Google Doc, looking at the menu. What cheese does Frankie want to eat when she volunteers? Like, I was like, that is amazing. I was like really impressed with that. Very cool. So, um, yeah. So we were putting together all the books and packing all the bags and everything. And I was like, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I'm a student in North Carolina. I was like, what do you do? And they were all students and they were all places I'd never been. So mm. I think there was like six cities I'd never visited. Don't know anyone in that city. And then this guy said, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I run a design blog for students. And then there was a silence. And then 
one of them goes is it the design kids and i was like yeah and they went no way and they threw down their bags and they were jumping up and down and they were like that's you you run the design kids i love the design kids oh my god my friend was on the design kids it was so cool the instagram's amazing they just absolutely lost their mind for like five minutes and yeah i had tears in my eyes i was just like no teary isn't that amazing that pretty much made my whole trip that moment yeah that's Mm. awesome that's super cool because it's like how is it reaching these people like i haven't gone there and hustled these people yeah i haven't but you've always talked about that that idea yeah. of build it and exactly build come yeah and just make sure but it's i good think like if you say oh AI, i'm an aiga member silence <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah oh yeah i volunteer at agda <laughs> <laughs> silence so to get that like that loyalty of a brand yeah that yeah. i haven't even invested in yet was like absolutely gobsmacking i was like i just that was success. That was like America tick. That was like a week ago, a couple of weeks yeah. ago. Hmm. So I was like, okay, that was awesome. Drops the mic out of yeah. here. <laughs> we're um we're at episode tick, actually. Believe it or not. That was quick. Yeah, it was. That quick. was great. It goes fast, doesn't it? I was gonna say, where can people find you? But TDK, yeah, they find <laughs> you physically. Who knows? Yeah. Um, no, I'm actually going back to Tasmania now. Which Are you gonna have good. a break for a while? Yeah, I was meant to go straight to South America. Now. Yep few weeks ago uh for six months and then go straight to europe but i think what this trip has taught me is it's really taxing personally Mm. i'm exhausted i'm tired i need Need a break break. so uh i pushed south america back and i'm just i'm gonna go to europe next summer so i'm gonna have six months at home processing i wanna i started a blog called frankie fridays which every week kind of highlighted who i'd met along the trip and what they were doing and i don't know traveling on a budget and blah blah and i'm talking to sta travel at the moment about sponsoring that and about becoming ambassador i don't know if it's gonna happen which could be amazing um but it hasn't been done i haven't released anything yet so i think i'm actually gonna sit back and like execute it really well so Uh shoot everything properly do some beautiful title scenes so kind of 40 days of dating that kind of delivery level because yeah. i yeah. have all this content i have like two years worth of content so i want to actually kind of put it together properly yeah so i think i'm going to spend six months at home and then go to europe sounds Excellent. good yeah all right where do you want to point people uh so the design kids on instagram twitter and facebook yeah and my f- personal one is frankie ratford on instagram what's the, what's the um follower level now on Instagram? The TDK Instagram. I think it's nearly 70,000. I'll just say on record that I remember a couple of years ago, you were telling me that it's all about Instagram. And I was like, <laughs> dude, it's all about Twitter. You don't know what you're talking about. And they just watched from the sidelines as the ins- every time every time I'd see you or I'd just take a little peek. I'm like, I wonder what it's at now. I'm like, wow, 12K. Yeah, it's like 67 or something yeah. now. It's crazy. It's yeah. going up like a thousand a week. That's mental. I yeah. mean, it is really well curated. Yeah. And, um, Thanks, Liz. Yeah, that's no, great. <laughs> um, and Matt, where can people find your well curated Still on tweets? Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at, at Leechworth. Yeah. And I'm at Flynn Tracy on everything. So you can find this episode and more at ausdesignradio.com. And you can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at AUSDesignRadio. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Frankie. Thank you. And well Thanks done. for having me.